This call is being recorded. Hi, Chrissy. Hello. 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 Well, I've been sitting here all day. I've been sitting in this waiting room. And I've been waiting on my friends. Yes, I'm waiting on this conference call all alone. I'm online and, I'm all and I got home. some country western music. Well, yes, I'm not here. I hope it's not all day. Hey! Well, I wonder where they are. Yes, I wonder where my friends have gone. Where did they go? Tell me where could they be while I'm waiting on this conference call. I don't know. Well, I'm holding on my phone. Yes, I'm holding on the I don't know where they are, I don't know why I'm still alone. She's not online with me. I'm on hold. Oh yes, I'm on hold. I hope it's not all day. Hello. Hi, Mr. Rogers. Oh, there you go. I was just texting Jonathan back and forth. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm busy, but that's okay. I've been looking at some of the things. The only thing left to do now is the video that they wanted me to do another one. But anyway, how are you today? Okay. I'm okay, wonderful. I'm just knocking out some calls and emails and getting business going. So I want to start the interview. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you. Okay, I don't know. I'm not that kind of busy. No, I'm not. I was. I, I, I'm I'm good. Uh, let's see. What uh, you got my bio? Yep, I have everything in front of me. I'm just gonna go ahead and start the questions if you don't mind. Oh, knock yourself out. I'm here. Okay, wonderful. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Inside the Grind podcast, um, the Dream Hustle Win podcast, hosted by the world we know which is myself, Chrissy, and syndicated on the RAI Radio Network, which boasts over 100,000 monthly network visitors, 14 DPR track radio stations, 25 artists charting nationally on the top 150 independent charts, top 50 R&B and hip-hop, and top 200 worldwide charts on the digital radio track, and we got some big things going on. Um, REI Radio is the new voice of the millennial music. And again, my name is Chrissy, the pilot of the Dream Hustle Win podcast for tonight, y'all. Let's lock it in. Um, so today, you guys, I have joining in on the call with me, uh, David Rogers. Uh, we are honored to have you on today's REI Radio um, on the Indie Power Player tonight. Um, he'll be speaking his truth uh, his regarding his journey, his struggle, career, uh, expectations, what he's overcame, 
and, and things of that nature. Um, it's all positive vibes um, today. Um, so the Dream Hustle Women podcast is syndicated on Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, so we're global. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into it, Mr. Rogers. Um, so how has 2018 treated you so far um, with, with your music career? Tell us about that. Well, the music has been very different this year. Uh, I actually spent some time creating music in the studio versus uh, songwriting, you know, as a part of my daily activities. Uh, I actually set aside time, go to the studio or get in the studio and create in the studio, which is quite different. Once you start laying tracks, sometimes things go where they want to go and you end up with unusual stuff. But it's been different this year. The first um, Love Notions number nine, two years ago, I actually wrote before I started recording. And it was very planned and kind of regimented. One song, we'd finish that, put it to bed, start another one. And they were all completed songs. I wrote one. It started with Wanna Be Gangsta. I wrote that in front of the microphone, the lyrics. We laid the tracks. I basically spit the lyrics out in front of the mic, and that's what we got. Um, that was the first ad-lib that was actually pretty good. And this time around, it kind of happened again. Uh, the song we're oh. talking about... Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I was saying the song that I'm talking about now is If You Want It. It's the, it's the current single. And uh, that was something that was written in front of the mic. Wonderful, wonderful. So, so wanna be gangster? What? Tell us what drove that title, and 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 exactly what was going kind of going through your head when you named the the track "Wanna Be Gangster." Tell us a little bit uh, more about that. Uh, Dad, that's my favorite story. Listen, uh, <laughs> I grew up in the New York area. I went to L.A. I worked with a production company, and I grew up around the music business, and before it became polished with kids from law schools, it was uh, a lot of street people, and I called them professional street people because they were hustlers, pimps, and gangsters, and they started the record business back in the uh, late 50s, 60s, and 70s, and all uh, Kids didn't become record executives becoming by getting a law degree. These people, um, some of the people that mentored me, like Bunky Shepherd at 20th Century, um, let's face it, um, I got to meet and sit and talk with uh, Barry Gordy and work at Joe Bet Publishing as a writer. These people didn't have degrees in, 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 in the legal profession and become record owners and and uh, producers because of some type of career in, in education at a music school. These were people who did it right from the heart, you know. And uh, exactly. a lot of the kids in New York were on the corner slinging, and this is how they funded their careers. Same thing happened in Atlanta and in the Dirty South, you know, Tennessee. People were trying to hustle to support their music interest. And that became, if you listen to some of their 70s, 80s rap records, you hear some of the gangster rap where they talk about their, their, their activities in the street made their records. Jay-Z even went there, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. Biggie went there. So I watched, and then I watched people like, okay, Ice Cube, 
He's got it. He went to school. You know, Ice Cube's got a degree that is very respectable. He went to school, got a degree, and he's still one of the best rappers in the game. Um, so the point is, you can go from selling drugs to becoming a hip hop star, or if you want to be the next little Wayne, a lot of kids are like, I don't need college, I don't need this. So one of the lines in the, in the song is, "Want to be gangsters? All the real gangsters are dead," you know. And the yeah. truth of the matter is, that's really what it is. They're either locked up. Ice T came out of prison and changed his life. But honestly, that's not the way you have to go. You know, that's mm. what the song is about. There's a big difference between a jumpsuit and a three-piece suit. You know, that's the the, the crux to the song. Absolutely. That, that's, that was a very, very wonderful um introduction to the song and it's very in-depth and you know a lot of people that I don't think they realize what some people have to go through to kind of support their career and support their dream and I think your your single um want to be gangster definitely embodies that um so which as a music artist which music artist influenced your your mindset um in the early stages of your life um and what was that first tape that you ever purchased with that first record or cassette. Um, wow. Just kind of go back. Yeah, just kind of go back. To, all right, all right. This is, yeah. this is a big story here. <laughs> big story. Ed Jones, he, he was he, upstairs from my grandmother. He was the guy that built guitars. Next door neighbor, Dickie Thompson, played guitar for Don Ho. I was five. And I watched wow. Ed build and play a guitar. Ed went off to the service. I grew up playing guitar. Um, started recording for Ed Towns Productions, but I love my first record that I actually purchased was from the Columbia Record Club, and it was because of the cover. And it was a lion. It was Santana's first <laughs> album. And I loved guitar. So I that's where it all began. And, of course... Um, well, Jimi Hendrix played in this park where I live, McKay Park. It was three blocks from my grandmother's house. And he was living with the Isaac Brothers on Liberty Road. He was a local. He was around. And, uh, God, I used to go love watching this guy play. I used to cut church to go watch him play in the park. <laughs> so, um, wow. Yeah. And watching Jimi Hendrix play live by himself was amazing. And uh, I got to know Marvin and Ronald and uh, Kelly and Rudolph and Ernie and Chris Jasper. And we all went to high school. Uh, Chris didn't go to high school with us, but Marvin and I. I saw an Ernie Isley, his first guitar amp. He used to be a drummer. He doesn't want to tell anybody this, but you know, we go back to like uh, when I was 12. Anyway, long story short, Jimi Hendrix, Sly Stone, my biggest mentor, of course, was Ed Townsend, and I call him Pops because we became a one of those uh, blended families as our lives mm-hmm. went on. And, um, well, we stayed a family until they all passed away. I'm the only one left out of Townsend, 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 and Rogers. You could see our work on YouTube, and uh, uh, we did Let's Get It On in 1973. And uh, our whole discography is up on YouTube under Townsend, 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 and Rogers. Well, I loved Chicago. It took us to Columbia. I was 17, and we were playing for uh, Clive Davis, uh, Slash Stone, and uh, uh, was it Kath, Terry, uh, Terry Kath, and was it 
and Pad Cow. I can't remember the tribal player. They were in the booth with Clive Davis, and they were from Chicago. So we started listening to Chicago, and they were phenomenal. I mean, we loved we, we so we we put horns in our group, our, my little uh, teenage group. We put horns in a group because of Chicago. We do like we took our best horn players from the school, <laughs> our high school, and we just threw them in our group and said, "We're going to play some Chicago. You guys are going to learn this stuff." And they were phenomenal. So that wow. uh, that was my influences, and uh, of course, I love Gazi Brothers. In fact, Marvin and Ernie were. Uh, 1617 when they wrote It's Your Thing. Um, Marvin used to play the bass. He's, I just saw him. This is his birthday this last month. He was a Leo. And they had a little thing for him on uh, Facebook. But he used to play the bass with the bass layer on his lap. We were so young. We were just learning everything. You know, we were just fresh out of the box. Wow. So you were, you were around when music was at its best and music was at its broadest and purest form. Um, you had mm-hmm. access to uh, all the good stuff, and I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> well, no, listen, it was it was rough. I paid. I went to Fisk University. I got a I got a record deal with um, Ed at Stax Records. Al Bell hired us, and we did right, an album right. there in, in 1973. Just going way back. I went back to school at Fisk University. Columbia Records took over the distribution for Stax Records, put them out of business. We all like went, huh? There's no more Stacks Records. That was like overnight. Right after Shaft, Isaac Hayes, then yeah. Staple Singers, Isaac Hayes, uh, Al Green. Oh, when we went there to record our first album, everybody showed up. It was incredible. It's like you yeah. got to remember how big Isaac Hayes was before Barry White came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was wow. a tragedy. Yeah, that, but anyway. That had to be- a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's like a lifetime ago. But I love hip-hop. I got to say that. I love hip-hop and what they do with the beats. I wish that some people it's would take it like more. It. Yeah, I wish yeah. they would take it to the next level. And like, there's been a few artists that have shown the the better side of their, their nature. You know, all black people aren't thugs. All young kids aren't stupid. And we all don't talk about doing drugs and, 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 you know, disrespected women. We don't live like that as a whole. And we really have to step up our game. Um, I saw something on TV the other night, and, I, and I'm going to give a little way to shout out. Just He did the porn, you know, like they have the Emmys, they have the, you know, they have all these awards for um, legitimate actors, the uh, you know, like the Oscars and things. Well, they had a, an award show for porn stars, and Little Wayne was the entertainment. Mm. He, wow. unfortunately, he fits. He, he he seemed like he was in his element, right? And I'm going, you know, all right, you know, this is it's a good gig. Let's face it; they probably paid him goo gobs of money. He was big press. They were big press. But let's look at the clientele. Is that what we want to teach each other? You know, and I'm not mad at nobody for making a living, because like when uh, when blacks were boycotting South Africa, the Commodores went there and did a gig. So like, <laughs> but the money was yeah. off the hook. You know, I don't <laughs> knock anybody for making a living, but come on, it's like we have enough struggles as a people. As a, uh, as not even a race of people, but as as all people of color, 
Chinese, Koreans, Blacks, Indians, you know, mm-hmm. all people of color have a struggle in the United States to try and some overcome the systemic racism and I hate to be political but even with a black president we got our butts handed to us we had more police killings in the news we had more things going on where it just said we do not respect you and of course as a president you know President Obama had to you know like be political their politics is for crap people should be for people and I really believe that so if you can't start respecting each other and yourself, then you're really just helping the people that are beating us down keep us down. Wow. That that was amazing. That was amazing. Everybody everybody give Mr. Rogers a hand for that. <laughs> that that wow. was amazing. And I think that I think that more of our young people should be aware and more conscious of, of exactly what's going on in our world today. The things aren't the same, of course, from when you were growing up or when you grew up in, but um, I think it's, it's it's time that we all, like you said, people should be for people. We shouldn't put all of our, put all of our trust into government and the higher-ups because we're the ones that can actually make a difference. Oh, yeah. If you give for somebody sure. like Little Wayne juice, all right, you know, there was some controversy uh, when uh, uh, when Ice Cube and, got their, and Dr. Dre and them got their award. Uh, and to, uh, I think was it elected into the, hall, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something of that nature. But I mm-hmm. also worked with uh, Charles Wright, the 103rd Watch Street Band. I talked to Charles while I was watching that show. Charles still lives in Los Angeles. Uh, and I talked to Charles. Charles basically was miffed. He did not give them permission to use the song, and they wanted him to amen it on TV, and they only offered him, like, I think it was a couple of hundred dollars. And, I mean, Charles has been doing real estate for the last 25 years, but uh, come on, Express Yourself was one of the biggest hits. Exactly. They made their bones with that. They made them, and they offered him, and he never gave them permission to use a song and they sampled it because see the the laws for sampling back then were kind of shaky uh uh-huh. and and he wanted them he wanted charles to do the ice cube wanted charles and dr dre wanted him to make an appearance even if it was via you know um satellite to the the, the awards that they were receiving and they offered him a few hundred bucks. He told him, he don't need the money. He doesn't. He he got real good real estate. Didn't need the money, but he was insulted. He was he actually was hurt. And I and I love Charles because he's one of the most creative people I ever met. And for a guy that was had you know, I'm not a great singer, you know, but I do know that Charles had. He had so much emotion and so much talent. He was just one of the most talented but, people. But you're, I ever met. The, you're an amazing singer as well. <laughs> you're huh? wonderful. You're an amazing singer as well. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I love Cass. Like uh, one of one of my favorite singers. Uh, he never noticed Howard Hewitt. Uh, I, <laughs> I remember when I was still struggling. We were like young together in Los Angeles. I was in my twenties. And I heard Howard sing. We were in the small room in Beverly Hills, and he sang, and I was like, wow. But then again, my little brother, Mike Townsend, he could sing. If you listen to Playground of Love on YouTube, mm-hmm. oh, God, 
he was smoother than silk. He's probably one of the best singers I ever I ever worked with. But uh, un, unruly, we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't manage Mike. <laughs> <laughs> things, things happen, things happen. But nonetheless, I wish I had a little bit more time to speak with you, Mr. Rogers. You've been absolutely amazing. Um, you had your time capsule of, of hard work, um, music greatness, and and I wish that we had a little bit more time to talk. But uh, where can people find more of your music um, and more of you? We would like for our listeners to keep updated. Uh, with with your grind or whatever you got going on, do you have any social media handles? Um, yeah. So what is that? The the at sign, not the hashtag. Yeah. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter uh-huh. is um, uh, capital R T D one zero five two Rogers with a capital R. Um, I'm on Instagram is RTD1052. Do you notice the theme? RTD1052 is the theme here. Uh, and uh, Facebook, I think I'm just there under David Rogers. Um, but, yeah, it, it's out okay. there. But, uh, guys, I'm on Spotify, iTunes, um, YouTube, blah, 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 because I Googled myself. This is how somebody told me, said, have you ever Googled yourself? No. And, I, and I, yeah, I did this the other day. It was like all of the work that I've done, the last uh, four projects all came up. So I was like, okay. And this is all mm-hmm. as um, an independent artist. So that's where I'm at. Find me on, oh, Blast, Blast FM Media, Blast Social Media. Yes, uh Friend of mine, Bruce Jackson, has Blast FM social media. He is phenomenal. He's a black record owner out of uh, radio station owner out of Ohio, and he started mm-hmm. Blast FM Media. He is phenomenal, and his his support for all of his artists that he plays on the radio station, plus he mixes it up pretty good, is just okay. outstanding. All right. Well, we definitely have to plug in with him also. Um, so, so far, did you enjoy your time here with me today on the Dream Hustle Win podcast? Just just let everybody know how you endured yourself this season. This is the best. I love <laughs> <laughs> I love these radio Christians people. They really they get me inspired. It's just like, you know, they work with me because I'm not the easiest guy to get along with. I think it should be done old school, grassroots. No, because you're, you're wor- you know your worth. Don't apologize at all for that. You know your no, worth. No, I've, I've, given, I've given a few people here a hard time, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because sometimes it's just I'm so caught up. And, guys, just because I said it in a song doesn't mean it's not true. I'm I started a new college career five and a half years ago. I'm graduating with a master's degree next uh, next December, and I've been an wow. honor student for five and a half years. Wow, she is never and I'm too late. Sixty three. Ah. That's it's right. Never too late. That's right. right. Go so get it people. done. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my people, it's been an honor rocking with everybody tonight again. I am your hostess with the most. I am Chrissy M. And you are tuned in today with Mr. David Rogers. Um, so if anybody who is looking, go ahead and follow him on his social media handles and also follow myself. I am at It's Chrissy with four Y's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, make sure you go follow Radio Pushers. And nonetheless, the Inside the Grind TV Instagram at Inside the Grind TV. 
And lastly, join the social media takeover and follow the hottest digital street team in the business. Um, we are Radio Pushers, RAR Radio, New Music Hype Beast. Uh, we're honored to have Mr. Brock David Rogers on the podcast, on the Dream Hustle Win podcast. And until the next time, uh, stay focused, stay ready, respect the grind, and always bet on yourself. All right? Mr. Rogers, stay grinding. We love you. This is your man, girl, Chrissy, with the Dream Hustle Win podcast. Powered by Spotify and iTunes, RAI Radio, the new voice of millennial music. Let's get it. Mr. Rogers, you have a wonderful day and a happy Labor Day, okay? Thank you. Y'all stay no blessed. No problem. Thank you. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye.